Hello and welcome to another Discourse About Discourse Educast by Ben Wolkoff. Today is Wednesday, August the 1st, and um, I am coming down to the end of my summer. Uh, hasn't really been uh, an enormous amount of vacation, but I have enjoyed it nonetheless. In a week and a half, I will be um, in front of my students again for the first time, and I really need to start thinking uh, incredibly uh, practically about what's going to happen in the classroom and the way that the um, environment should be. I've talked a lot about the ripe environment and the way in which um, we can set up a learning experience for kids and for teachers on my blog, but we need to, or I need to get a lot more concrete. I need to make it so that my kids actually know what I'm talking about. Um, because if they listen to the podcast, I'm not really sure that they would get as much out of it as um, some educators seem to. So this podcast, I guess, is dedicated to the nuts and bolts of what I would like to do um, within, I guess, the classroom in the first few days and weeks. Um, And I think that I've basically figured out that a good classroom environment, um, I guess in the modern age or whatever you want to call this period that is now, um, has to have a mirror image of that classroom online. And so everything that can happen during classroom hours needs to have that mirror image. And I'm listening to uh, Paul Bogish's uh, podcast uh, called Turkey Crossing, and he did a podcast recently about, and it was while he was chopping wood, so if you've never heard a chopping wood cast, um, you know, definitely check check out Turkey Crossing. But um, I was impressed by the challenge of uh, him, him asking, well, is it really that valuable to have um, a collaborative space online if you can do it better in real life, um, face-to-face? Why are we not trying to put more FaceTime in um, when we're just trying to get you know more technology in and things like that? And so I, although I think that maybe there's um, an element of that 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 I don't necessarily agree with that we are taking away FaceTime um, when we're putting in the technology, but I, I definitely agree with the idea that we can't do that. We can't substitute um, interaction in the most basic form um, where one person is talking to another person and creating a connection and collaborating um, through through. I guess all of the ways that you can do um, in a real space in a real time, but we need to be able to translate that into a digital space and um, and extend it because there are things that you can do online that you cannot do um, in real life, and I think one of the biggest things is uh, for asynchronous development of ideas and of content, and so. While class time is all about uh, being being synchronous, uh, it is all about 
you are in this one particular place at one particular time and we need to use that for um, for that value because if we're doing things that could be done online why are why are we doing them if it's not adding any value to that why are we doing them and so I think the idea is that I want this synchronous space in my classroom where the kids are able to collaborate and have um, the skills and the abilities to uh, work together and to develop their own ideas and to, to advance their writing. But online, I want them to have the ability to do everything that they would do in the classroom asynchronously. And so I've been trying to decide, well, what does that look like? I've done blogging as an entire, basically, writing curriculum um, where they have a weekly authentic uh, writing post, at least one paragraph of authentic writing, something that they find um, that they are passionate about or find interesting, either building upon somebody else's idea or, or sort of starting a new idea for themselves. And I've also done wikis uh, where they were collaborating on a project um, and... Basically, there were sort of lesson plans within, um, you know, a template and things like that. So are those spaces, though, are those enough? Because what I was finding myself doing last year was a lot of supplemental stuff where I was pulling in delicious so that we could have a lot better tagging within our, um, within our blog posts. I really missed... Um, tagging things and having a description of posts and being able to search really easily through all of the posts um, that my that the kids blogging community had and so we pulled in delicious and we pulled in a few Ning networks for book reviews and we pulled in sort of the wikis into the blogs um, we did some collaborative word document or collaborative documents on Google Docs and all of these separate places um, led to a little bit of confusion on my kids' parts. And it was a lot harder for them to go back and forth to manage the different passwords and things like that. And so I really want a space that will work together. Um, and I, I guess I need to do my homework a little bit on, on Moodle or Drupal, uh, Drupal Ed. And if you're an expert on this, um, I know, Kevin, you're probably listening to this. Um, you said that you were going to be learning about uh, Moodle a little bit. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm just wondering how feasible is it for me to manage that um, as, as sort of my classroom management piece. Um, I need to be able to have the in-depth uh, quality of commenting, connecting, um, and and collaboration that I can do with a separate wiki, a separate blog, uh, a separate social bookmarking site. I, I want all of those things together, but when I think about what really could do that, which is a social network, um, I find it a little bit lacking. Um, when I look at, you know, Classroom 2.0 or at uh, some of the other Ning networks that are out there, if I were to try and directly translate that for my kids, yes, all of those pieces would be there. They would be able to um, connect to one another in a much more real way. Um, they, you know, could see one another and, and say, okay, this is this person and I want to 
um, click on them and comments on their blogs and things like that. That's incredibly easy. And I've been toying with the idea of let's just do a social network. But how do we do that without one, having it become uh, a MySpace-like environment um, where the, the sort of um, collaborative skills do not exist. Um, it becomes just a, a way of, of conversing. It does not become a way of creating content. And that's sort of my first concern. And then secondly, um, how do we have them take a little bit more ownership? Um, in a social network, you do not have your own... I mean, I guess you have your own space, and that makes sense. You have your own page, and you can deck it out like you want to, and put which documents you have on BoxNet or, or uh, whatever you, you would like to put on your page. But the, the ownership piece of this is my learning, this is how I connect it to other people's, when I, I look at a blog page that they had created from last year, I find it so much more robust. And maybe that's a blockage of mine, that social networking is not my default position. My default position is coming to uh, a, uh, a collaborative space with something in mind, um, with my own sort of content, and, and adding something to the conversation. The social network has basically everything that I want in an online classroom. So why am I having such trouble with... Um, sort of giving myself over to it or giving my classroom over to it and um, you know because I would like to be able to easily manage and maybe that's another piece um, is that although I can create the network and I can do certain things the management piece on a Ning network is not where I can um, take down posts uh, I don't believe it's also not where I can um, necessarily um, aggregate in the way that I want to. I can do all posts um, aggregated into one RSS, or I can do forum posts aggregated into one RSS, but I cannot do certain users um, unless I, I sort of bundle it all into one feed and things like that. I want it to be very, very easy to do. Um, also, the, the tag clouds are a little bit muddied. I, w I want it to be super simple for kids to navigate around the tag clouds. And maybe it's ELG that I need to be looking at. Um, but right now, there are too many things out there that are, are trying to vie, I guess, for my attention or that are um, very interesting to me. But I don't, I don't know what the right answer is because I want the collaborative space in the classroom to be mirrored online and I want that process to be seamless the other piece that I want which is not found in anything that I've seen is um, collaborative note-taking um, I mean the easiest way to do that would be you know with a, a Google notebook or with a, uh, a Google document there are collaborative note-taking sites out there but they're so separate um, from really anything else. They're not a part of a package 
that it becomes very hard for me to say, yes, we're going to do this other thing. What's this one more thing? I want to put it all together. And I know that I've been sort of advocating for each individual piece is better because it only does one thing. I don't want something that does everything poorly. I want something that really does everything well. I want something that um, that I can tailor to my needs and um, that will never really stop the growth of um, the community. And I find that that wikis have come the closest for me because they are so open-ended and I can create any number of pages and make them look like almost anything I want because I can embed anything from any place. But in that process of embedding things from other places, um, which I've definitely advocated for on the podcast, it becomes somewhat... um, the, the process of aggregation is that the the skill that I need to be teaching or is it the process of content creation where that that becomes um, somehow it gets in the way sometimes the the aggre- uh, aggregation process gets uh, in the way of the creation process and um, I think that's tough one of the things that I, I believe I've decided we'll see and this is a little bit um, less solid than a lot of the podcasts that I do is that I will have the kids create a Google account uh, from the very beginning. And some of the kids still have some uh, of the Google accounts from last year, but mostly we were using um, sort of a a main account to access uh, notebook and and things like that. Um, And so I'm gonna encourage them to use all of the sort of the Google suite uh, of tools and see how far we can get to with that. Now, if I was going to go all the way with that, we would all be on Blogger. But the problem with Blogger is that it is not at all an exclusive community. Um, I need to look into a little bit of how Google is is setting up education accounts because I know that they do, uh, that they can set up many accounts at once and um, that may take some time uh, to, to set up. I'm very interested in what are the possibilities for setting up a, an online version of um, a collab of the ripe environment um, because I know how to create it in the classroom and I know how to create pieces of it online but I want something that will not necessarily do it all but that I can work with um, that I don't have to do many lessons on you know, one new tool a week, um, I can give the kids an introduction to the tool and they can dig deeper into it. Um, And one of the things that I've seen with uh, Drupal and Moodle is that um, the teacher or the administrator is the one that sets up um, the entire environment. And I find that the kids have a lot more ownership, especially when they were working on the wikis when they were setting up the environment and they were setting up the pages and they were setting up the capabilities um, and finding new resources and things like that. So um, I don't know if those are the answers. (laughs) Um, Please, I would like some feedback on this episode. Uh, I'm going to try and get up at it 
get it up as quick as I can so that I can get some feedback um, in terms of really what you are using or what you think might be a good solution for my online ripe environment uh, that, I'm, that I'm sort of talking about. Um, there are a lot of different ways that I can go and I'm fairly comfortable with experimenting with almost all of them, um, but I need to know really what's going to be the best for my kids. And um, this is going to be another big experimentation year. Um, hopefully we'll find some other things that have worked um, for other people and some things that will definitely work for me. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to leave me a comment, please go to bhwilkoff.podomatic.com. If you'd like to email me, it's benwilkoff at gmail.com. And uh, you can check out my Ripe Environment posts at uh, yongesonne.edublogs.org. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.